It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello and welcome to Sugar, Silk and Stretch, a unique boxing podcast brought to you exclusively by Ace Podcast Nation. My name is Ben Doughty. My name is Michael Silk Olajide and the great interrupter is... Gary Stretch. <laughs> Indeed. Um, I'm, so waiting for the punishment. I'm waiting for the punishment already from Silk. <laughs> In, in regard to last night's boxing, yes, yeah, so, so Silk this, is feeling pretty smug for anybody who, who needs uh availing of this kind of backstory because he said that uh Mike Tyson was clearly the work he'd been doing with Francis Engano, um, who kind of shocked the world last night, even though he didn't get the win. He said he's clearly training him to knock him down, and he said he will knock him down with something, although he will lose on points in all likelihood. I believe that's what you said, Michael. And now you are you are now hailing yourself as some kind of soothsayer, seer, and genius. Is that correct? A soothsayer silk. I like that. But but first, before we go any further, see this right here? Yeah. I'm going to need both of you to put your lips to the camera and kiss the ring. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. We've, we've got that penciled in for the, for the day they reverse the Aaron Barclay results. It's going to be the same day. You see where he goes, Gary? You see where he goes? Oh, man, that was dirty. Straight away. It's dirty. You, you, it's, it was like that when he was a boxer. Dirty fucker. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, funny, guys, I don't, I don't want to get into this too early almost because I would like to talk about what unfolded last night. And to be honest, I still don't know what to Shopping. think of it. But I did see one guy, Leroy Nicholas, on my page, is a good guy, yes. good guy good ex-amateur, he posted this shot, this video of Fury landing an, an elbow, forearm smash on, mm -hmm. um, you may have seen a video on Nganu, and he was making a big deal of it, and I said come on, I mean alright, fair enough it, it's a legal blow, but that's part of boxing, right fellas forearm smashes are nothing new, right it's not it's, it's not like fight. a big shock or a headline, is it it's a fight, so you know, things happen You know, things happen, oh, you want to talk about somebody that was amazing with the yellow Michael Spinks if he miss you with the and 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 Mike Tyson too. If he miss you with the uppercut with the fist, he catch you with the elbow. It's Rocky Marciano, Joe Lewis, that famous shot he's squashing his nose. But oh, fellas, um, 
honestly, uh, most people seem to agree, at least. Uh, people are debating the decision and all of that, but most people seem to agree that Tyson Fury's stock plummeted like, you know, Jimmy Savile's babysitting service a few years ago. Um, it's fair to I say. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair, Ben, because Nganu was an unknown quantity. So as much as it was his first fight, which is a massive uh, undertaking, <coughs> that he did but as much as it, that was amazing we also don't have a clue what we're getting into and i think having watched the fight i mean what shocked me tyson was so uncomfortable the whole time he never looked comfortable at all in the fight and and garnu never looked uncomfortable ironically he looked very comfortable and um and so what do you think it was why why I don't know. I think Tyson just couldn't get whether it was the timing of him or whether it was the he just never seemed to get into a into a, a routine and never and you know what's interesting is he never really hit Ngannou too much at all. Couldn't even hit him with the jab much. A couple of times he called him like light blowing shots. But I saw an Ngannou interviewed this morning. He doesn't have a mark on him. Tyson looked like he'd been in a fight when he at the end. Yeah, he, he looked tired. He looked uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. So I'll be interested to see if Ngannou, I know he's older, he's 37 or whatever age, but I think he's got plenty in him. And I think he's going to go on in the next year and have a couple more fights. Maybe he'll fight Joseph Parker type next, or maybe what would be an amazing fight would be him and uh, Deontay Wilder, the two biggest punchers. And if he gets rid of these well, guys... Well, you, you're, then, talking about, you're talking about Ngannou and, and Wilder? He's, he's that would be yeah. interesting. It's certainly an interesting fight. He's he's just proved he's he, he can hang with Tyson for ten rounds. So he's, he, he does. You know, no one can say he's a it's a it's a f fake fight anymore. Yeah. But let's say he fights and let's say he fights uh, Wilder and let's say a Joseph Parker and gets rid of him in active fashion. Then you say Fury did better than you. Because this guy can fight. Fury said at the end I, of it. I don't, know if can really do. I don't know if it's fair to say that. I think, I mean, what Nganu did, like, he's a novice. He's, yeah. he's, he wouldn't even be a New York Golden Gloves champion. He looked like a novice, Michael. He looked like yes. a novice. And, 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 and the, the fact that, the fact that Tyson was hesitant in terms of get, he didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do with the kid. The kid had one punch. When he dropped him, when he dropped Fury, he didn't even know how to finish him or take the fight to him or anything like that. He, he's used to it in MMA. It's a different thing. You can grab a guy, drop him on his head, twist him, flip him, whatever it is you can do. But in boxing, there's a specific way you, you need to attack an opponent in order to get him out. Do you agree or not, Gary? Finishing. Sure. I completely agree everything you say. What was it that was so difficult for Fury then? Tell me. I don't know. What was he so? Why was he so Awkward. Why was he so not being Fury couldn't get off at all? He couldn't get in the well, rhythm. I, I think he, yeah, he didn't even get behind the jab that he's famous for. Yeah. Sorry. He did not look dominant at any point in the fight. And I think there Never was something about him that was intimidated going into the fight. Like I think there was something about him for whatever reason. I don't think it's because Mike Tyson was just trainer. And I don't think it's because he was a UFC fighter, because it wasn't UFC rules. But I, I saw um I saw Tyson kind of like deferring to him a lot and, and giving him a lot of respect, whereas usually he wouldn't. Maybe he maybe he thought, 
you know, he was giving him respect outside the ring because he certainly didn't want to get grabbed by the guy outside the ring. You know what I mean? Like he didn't want yeah. to get into like that street t- street type. I fight think he may have genuinely liked him. I think he's a nice he guy. You know, I think he may, he may have genuinely liked him when they met because he's a very humble gentleman, really. Yeah, I, I understand that. But, what, but the other thing, and that, it would be hard to. I think it would be hard to just bang and slag on him when he's such a nice that dude, you know. Um, well, plus, I, I mean, know, if you, but if you want to, if you want to play it out right there live, this is not the guy to do it with. You know, no, but yeah, irrespective of irrespective of the barter before the fight, uh, he when the fight when the bell rings, it's a fight, and it, when the bell rang, and he could not get into any kind of rhythm, he looked uncomfortable. Didn't look mm-hmm. solid at all. And is it a bad night, maybe, for for Tyson? Maybe. We all have him. We've all had him. Would, yeah, would but, that be but, a bad even, night? But, 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 Gary, take a look and, and sure, take a look at his, like, even just his body, the way he approached the fight. There was no respect for the game. There's no respect for what he did. There was no... Uh, for, I like what you said, Michael. Mean? I like what you said, Michael, when you said, getting dropped by a, a lightly regarded or a relatively lightly regarded foe is not a big deal. You said Luis Galento, Shugoy Leonard versus Kevin Howard. You said that's not the issue. The issue is once that had happened, he did nothing to show the world that he was the world heavyweight champion exactly. and all the class that that demands and denotes and involves. And yes. um, that is the problem. And to me, Ngano, I think it was a fantastic effort. How can you not think so? But he did look like a novice. He looked like someone who might have turned pro late and you'd say, this guy could maybe do something in, a, in yeah. his move properly. And then, yeah. But the trouble was, in the other frame, surreally, was Tyson Fury getting getting worked over sometimes and struggling. And uh, that didn't make any sense, you know. But do you know what I realised? Because I wasn't going to watch it. I, honest to God, on my kid's life, I wasn't going to watch it. But then Gary asked me for a stretch, as, as it is once at, this, at the weekend when there's a big fight on. So then I give him one thing which I think works. And he said, it doesn't work. So I think, well, let me get the damn thing working myself. So I've got it working. I'm like, it does work. It does work. So next minute, he's decided to buy it uh, on this occasion. And I've got a stream that's running on my phone. And I'm like, well, Wardley versus Adelaide, the British heavyweight title fight's just started. I'll watch that. I can't have an issue with that, can I? Mm-hmm. So I watch that. And then I think, well, might as well leave the fucker running now because the str- it's streaming. It's on there. So I watched it. Well, you know what I realised? People talk about the embarrassment of boxing, and, and obviously, if anybody's like sees himself as a as a committed kind of devotee of boxing, it would be me and, and yourselves. But what I realised, because sometimes I don't, you don't realise your emotions about a fight till it happens. As soon as Fury got put over, what I realised is I wanted Fury and Gano to win. I actually wanted him to win. Really? So I cared more about Fury being knocked down a peg or two. Than I, than I did about the actual image of the sport globally as yeah. it stands in the 21st century. Yeah. That's shocking to me because I was terrified when he went down because I thought, yeah. how bad this is going to be for boxing as a sport. Yeah. I didn't think that so at all. I was, I was terrified. Like, yeah. I thought, you've got to get up because and, 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 otherwise the, the MMA was <laughs> going to laugh at us, you know. Yeah. And still, kind of laughing a, a little bit because of it. But because it I've got more of a stake in it than that, Gary. Right. And I think Silk probably feels like this too. Um, not wanting to put words in his mouth. But for me, I see the gods of Ali and even Larry Holmes is still alive, rising up and, and not being disrespected anymore by people, even including guys who should know better, like Montel Ice Griffin, who say Fury's the greatest of all time because he's six foot nine and 270 pounds. So I think... To me, it's a longer game than that, and it's a bigger game than that. It's a, it, sometimes modern boxing needs to get embarrassed to uplift the 
And next time I tell you, and next time I tell you guys, Manny Pacquiao would take it to him. Believe me when I say that. Remember we were talking Manny about Pacquiao and, and Tyson Fury. Yeah. But, but last night he struggled with his legs. His leg, I think he kind of justified when I was of his leg to hit him. I got a little comment there from Wandrew saying uh, Ingano is just a bigger age Agby. He's slow and low volume. He's just blessed yes, with great power. power and physicality. And Tyson couldn't clinch when it when, when he um, when he can't. He actually he's actually not that great. I mean, but I do think I'm not saying it it removes everything Tyson Fury's ever achieved, Gary, by any stretch. And he and he obviously has achieved a lot. But I think if this minimizes his legacy at all. And if, and if it makes people less eager to suggest he'd have stood tall in any era, then so be it. That, that to me, is not a terrible outcome. Um, I don't yeah. think it's fair, though, because, again, as much as we all are purists, you can't... We don't know how good a Garner is or isn't yet. Based on last night... We know he isn't that good. Yeah. We know. We I know him. he didn't look like a polished, beautiful professional, but... Oh. He hungered Tyson Fury, and and what was the most impressive was Tyson Fury couldn't hit him. I mean, this yeah, is a big yeah. two hundred and seventy pound brick, and he couldn't hit him. He never got yeah. touched in Garner the whole night. And he switched so when Tyson ever. switched southpaw. He matched that. Start. And he switched like, and matched him, and never got hurt ever. And like I can understand to this day, I still don't know why Tyson, at six foot nine, couldn't get behind a stiff jab. And 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 be effective on this guy, but he couldn't, and he tried, and he looked under pressure at times, Tyson, and stressed, and like he had to dig a little bit last night. So I felt it took a lot out of him last night. I and think how much he does he have left? Rest. He's thirty-five years yeah, old. Yeah, maybe. Sometimes at five o'clock. He's not sometimes been very active. His, his overnight sometimes, Ben. You've, you've seen it happen overnight, right, with fighters. Sometimes it happens. Look, particularly when their lifestyle is not necessarily the best. His diet can't possibly be the best. He has confessed to lifestyle issues, you know, which do not not been known to prolong the longevity of a fighter. Is he shot to pieces, Silk? Is is uh, Tyson shot to pieces? I'm asking, yes. Yeah, based on based on last night's fight. I mean, I, I would say no. I was the most I think he's absolutely being exposed for what he really always was. And it took somebody, you know, it took somebody who had never done it before. Maybe, you know, it's interesting. The fact that Ngannou's style is just so different from what he's used to. Like, this is what great fighters do. Great fighters, champions, they figure complex styles out or awkward styles out. And they take and they handle them and they figure them out. So intelligent fighters do. Uh, Tyson you didn't show the shocking ability. about Fury did not show the ability to think on his feet. <coughs> you know what's pretty shocking? Figure it out. Go on, Gary. Go on. You know what's pretty shocking, guys? Is let's say we get the fight on the twenty third of December, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, the, we won't the, get it. The, it's confirmed that's not happening on 23rd. Okay, but whenever we get it, right? So let's say it's early February, whatever. I didn't know we were Let's imagine. Look, look. this is the most anticipa uh, anticipated fight in the heavyweight division for years. And look at how bad Usyk looked in his last fight and how bad Fiori's looked in his last look fight. Look that Appalling. Usyk was diabolical with the, in his last fight. 
complaining. No, he wasn't that bad. Not as bad as, as Fury. That was just... He, he came through in the end, but half the fight he spent complaining and... But that's around. just it. You know what I mean, Gary? But that's just it. He he went ahead and... He didn't look he, impressive he said, at all. He, put his, he stepped his foot on the gas <laughs> and he said, this is how it's got to be done. And he said, and he, and he just took it to a new level. And that's exactly what what Tyson yes, tap with Tyson. That's exactly what he should have done. And one yes, thing Joshua I heard, right? Joshua does one, break up in gals, that's for sure. Well, one theory that I, I've been floated today, I can't remember who said it, but the idea that Fury was messing around, didn't train hard enough because he underestimated the guy and thought this was a massive, easy payday. Then he said, what he did was he was going kind of easy and he wasn't bringing his A game. And then suddenly the, he, he got knocked down unexpectedly. You know, like you're moving somebody around maybe sometime and he actually, yeah, the fucker actually just dropped me. I can't believe it. Uh, so he thinks the knockdown was genuine, but Tyson's effort in its entirety was not. Um, that's what at least one person has suggested, that that he wasn't given his best last night, but he but he got knocked down legitimately like, like by mistake. It, it, irrelevant. He's still, look, he's a, he's a world heavyweight champion. He's one he's of them. World he's champion one of them. Boxer, never mind heavyweight. He's a world champion, which means... He's better than everybody else. When he wakes up, he's better than everybody else. Wait, wait a second, Silk. He is not the world heavyweight champion. because okay, He's well, either he's, that or Alexander Yusek. This is the problem, right? Hang he's on a second. Fourth. This is my problem. We're boxing. When we get the situation Gary was just referring to with Dubois and Usyk, people say, Dubois, people who are advocates for Dubois, they say he should be the heavyweight champion of the world this morning. Then we've forgotten that several months on and we're saying, God, didn't he look awful for the heavyweight championship, for the heavyweight champion of the world getting extended and embarrassed by a novice like that? They can't yeah. both be the heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, so he's not the way you're putting it. He's not Ben, are you, are, you, are, you now hot on, are you hot on Usyk now? Am I? Are you guys going to go on Usyk? No, I I, I, I'm I, starting I, to feel... I've always picked Fury in that fight. After last I night, picked, I don't know if I, I can anymore. Usyk. I've always told you that. Usyk? Yeah, I always picked Usyk. He was always Usyk. He was always Usyk. Always, he's completely... He's got way better skill. His technical ability and his... And his, his um, Certainly a boost for his ego last night uh, for Usyk. Uh, he will look like Tyson can be beat now, you know. He said uh, he was worried, though. He said he was coaching Tyson from ringside, saying, use your jab, be careful, et cetera, et cetera. He said he was yeah. worried. Joe just sent a note, and he said that uh, Pete Rademacher dropped uh, yeah. for Patterson. Floyd Patterson get up to knock, got up to knock him out. That's And so, yes, in that point, yes, that is true. But also, Pete Rademacher was a real boxer, right? He was like he, he was, was like, Olympic yeah. champion, 1956 Olympic champion, Olympic champion. heavyweight. And a, then he turned pro in his first Floyd, first Floyd, fight was against Patterson. Yeah, Floyd's like what? Floyd is six foot five eleven and not a very big guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, people criticize Patterson a lot for that. But then when, when he took on Ryder Marker and you know, in the guy's first professional fight, it was seen as a gimmick and you know, something that wasn't shouldn't have been legitimized. Yeah. And you know what Floyd Patterson said the same thing everybody says. He said I'll tell you this now. He said, line me up half a dozen amateurs and pay me whatever he got, like a quarter of a million dollars for knocking them yeah. out, and I'll, I'll knock them out one after the other. Yeah. You know, but um I think I it's know. I think uh I think this might be good for Fury in the fact that I think he may have got caught up in himself a bit and underestimated uh overestimated himself. And he certainly got a wake-up call yesterday that uh, he's not going to be able to do that. He, he's going to be have to be on his Super A game for Usyk, for sure. I'll give you that much. Because uh, I think maybe he got 
he got too carried away with himself a little bit and he, he definitely was deflated, as was his father, as was Tommy Fury when they interviewed him. They were almost these guys, uh, John Fury can't he, he swallows the camera normally, he couldn't wait to get off the camera last night. See, that's a good point, Gary, because I think part of my emotional kind of so the fact that I suddenly wanted Engano to win at whatever damn cost, um, last night, I think a lot of the time is the alienation. That I feel from the Fury family. I, I, I would never. I was never against Tyson Fury. Met him a handful of times. Always found him all right. He's a bit of an aloof figure, a bit of a complex figure. But I, I'm sick to death of the old man. You know, shouting his mouth off when. If you looked yeah. at him in his career, he couldn't fight a lick. Basically, he, yeah, I mean, yeah, he, yeah. he really no great shakes at all. You know, um, and and Tommy doesn't want to be a fighter. And I hear Tommy. They were talking about Tommy Fury getting off at a world title shot against the IBF. Uh, cruiserweight champion the other day. Uh, how does that work? Uh, I do hear, by the way, fellas, that, that Francis Ngano is now ranked in the top 10 by the WBC, or he's going to be. How do you feel about that, Michael? Uh, this is the first I'm hearing about it. It's kind of, I mean, how do you go from, this was not an exhibition fight. This is a legitimate, like, it was, legitimate. they listed it on BoxRec at the last minute. You know that? Remember we were talking about that, Gary? They listed it on BoxRec in 24 hours notice and the British Boxing Board of Control did sanction it. You were right because I found Robert Smith yeah. in the week, right? Yeah, and I said, right, Gary? Uh, yeah, I, I found Robert Smith, the, the, the General Secretary of the British Boxing Board of Control, earlier this week. And I asked him, are the board sanctioning it? Because various people are saying that you're sanctioning it. And he said, sanctioning is the wrong word. Well, we've been invited by the government to oversee it. This is basically sanctioning, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and he said they weren't sanctioning it and they were only supplying officials for the undercard. And then certainly within within the last 24 hours, it suddenly went on BoxRec and it said, commission the British Boxing Board of Control. Wow. Yeah. Take a bow, Gary. Take a bow. You told yeah. us. Well, there's only somebody saw on IFL TV. Let's not, ben, I let's not give him a knighthood or anything. <laughs> <laughs> but Ben, I love, you I love credit, you. Ben, ever. I love never. your humility, Ben. You don't... I never get credit when you're wrong, ben. you just you say it. It's it's remarkable how comfortable I've gotten with guys like yourselves, really. That you know that I used to would have had on a pedestal at one point, and now every week I'm like saying, "Oh, slagging us off." You shut up, and no, they don't start that again. It's amazing. <laughs> it's getting older, losing that kind of sense sorry, of wonder. Sorry seems to be the hardest word. Was that Elton Yeah, John? and thank you is difficult too, right? <laughs> well, I tell well, you, it was uh, thank you, sir. Thank it was uh, it was an interesting. Uh, it was an interesting night, and. Uh, it certainly deflated a few people, uh, and um, and that can't be too bad for the game, you know. Uh, it wasn't uh, a bad watch, was it? It wasn't a bad watch. No, it wasn't a bad fight. I mean, it was always end end of your seat thinking, he's, but it was all he's got to get knocked out. I never saw Ngannou look in any trouble at all. He was it's yeah. almost like Tyson didn't, didn't want to engage with him because he was afraid to get hit. And the first slight shot that hit him, it was only glancing at the back of the head, dropped him, which was a bit of a shocker for me. It wasn't even a big shot. It was like a glance. Well, kind of left, overhand left. And the back of his head, which may be an equilibrium was shot. It, was it the back of the head? I thought it was back the of the head. Top of the head. Top of the head, more like, like here. It was the top of the head, more, honestly. Yeah, top Maybe of the we head. can get a clip of that, Simon. Yeah, um, it was, uh, but glancing, it wasn't a full shot. It didn't hit him. No, I think it was. I think it was a solid shot. It was definitely no, no. A great point. very glancing. It was not not a not a didn't connect properly. Uh, there I are some people, you know, who think Tyson's still got issues with burning. 
Huh? Let's discuss that for a second, Ben, because it's very, you know, I mean, Gary, you know full well, we've all been hit with like different types of shots. And shots that bounce off the top of the cranium are some of the most difficult shots to handle. I mean, obviously the back of the ear, that's where all the balance and everything is found. When you hit a person up here, you, there's on, on a full on the skull, there's chances you can hurt your knuckles, you hurt your hands. For sure. Yeah, it could have been a magic spot, you know. He caught him in a funny yeah. spot, which took the equilibrium, but it wasn't a big, big shot. Thank God he didn't hit him with a shot that he hits people with because uh, he looked a little bit hurt. Um, he, and it was funny, he only just made the count. If you watch, he gets up at like eight or nine, he gets up. Yeah. And it was a yeah. bit, you know, I'm thinking he's going to get yeah. counted out. He didn't out want to jump up early because I think he knew he didn't have the legs yet and he would have, like, you know, catapulted himself into the ropes or staggered. There we thought. First fight for this guy. Yeah. World heavyweight champion. Almost really hurt. I mean, it's a scary, uh, it's a big achievement for Ngannou, but a big deflation, like Ben says, for Fury. But I don't think you can take his accolades away from what he's done based on just one bad night and now what's he accomplished well i mean he's he's he beat I mean, he won the title of the world yes he okay. beat klitschko he's beat arguably the other second best heavyweight at the time 45 and all with 44 knockouts or whatever he is uh beat him three times it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. He took out Dillian White like he was a, just destroyed him. He did. I mean, I know he's a step a step down, but he's certainly still a credible heavyweight. He took out the other fella um, again, give him a payday and just beat him up. He's not looked. He's all right. Ever, he's never looked under pressure like like he did last night. And even though he didn't take a lot of punishment last night, he didn't look comfortable. Which for me is there's a there's a mystery factor here that I don't think. Uh, We've, we're seeing. I think that maybe Ngannou's either just extremely awkward, but uh, I know he's not impressive as an all-round fighter, but he has something that gives Tyson a lot of trouble. And Tyson he's could not, not awkward. He caused Tyson to hesitate. You're absolutely right. Non-stop and never could get even any rhythm at all. He never looked comfortable for 10 rounds. Uh, that's the thing. That's Those are the times that when you prove your medal. That's as a champion, that's when you step up. That's the difference between champions and, and guys who, you know, but he has in the past. Guys he has in the past. It was only one night. This is my issue. Like he's had a bad night, right? He has proved himself every time in the past. I don't know. I mean, I, I've seen fights of his where never I fell short. Like, I, I mean, with Deontay Wilder, he got up from the, from, he was snoring. And he got yeah. up. Okay, um, I know he got up, and no one's questioning his heart and his ability to take a punch. No one's questioning that. But what I do question is um, the the like where the where's the separation between you know what I mean between the class, the level of ability, the fact that like you're not even able to throw up. You can't hit a guy with a two three punch combination. You can't slip punches and make a miss and and like visually like see the punches coming. He should 
Tyson Fury should walk right to Ganu and Ganu and drop his hands and say, hit me. And every time they get swings, he should be and getting under and making them. This is what he's supposed to be. It's like it's like the the Harlem Globetrotters playing basketball with me. That's the Michael. Way Michael, let me let's, let's play a game for, for the sake of for a bit it's of fun. True, everything you say is true. <laughs> so let, imagine I want you to imagine these various other fighters, you know, in, in their pomp against Ngannou last night, right? So let's start with um, Larry Holmes. How does that go? <laughs> I mean, the, the dogs are going to eat him. The dogs uh, Ben, if we played this game before last night and I said Tyson Fury, what would you say? Well, you'd eat him alive. Uh, before last night. You what? said to me last week, it's not even a fight, it's embarrassing. I won't even watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I did, yeah. You said it was so, so way off. and But it wasn't, Ben. That's the shocker. This is the thing I'm shocked. If you say Larry Holmes, you can't even... So what you're going to say is it's it's, it's irrelevant. The, the fact that Silk thinks Muhammad Ali or Larry Holmes are sunny... No, but we all said this about Fury last week. Yeah, exactly. You're saying it, 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 it means nothing if we reach those conclusions because... Well, because, because like last week, I, I kept saying to everybody, like my mates are asking me who are not really boxers here, actors, musicians in LA, they say, who's got... I said, it's a joke. It's embarrassing. Tyson will just play with it look at him for yeah. a round maybe and they'll just get rid of him if he you wants said two rounds right two, I rounds, said two you said. rounds i thought he might just have a laugh first round and then just do what did, he needs did to anybody do. say that tyson fury would get knocked down but win on points in a disputed decision did, did any of us say that i can't remember yeah. <laughs> so that shows right even a stop clock is right twice a day <laughs> he's gonna get another one right this year <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I mean, I don't know how you guys couldn't see it. It was the writing was so absolutely on the. I, I saw it with one eye. You guys both have two each. What the hell's going on here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe that's what it is. But because you appreciate that asset so much, you've actually got the superpower <laughs> in that one eye. And me and Gary take it for granted as as, as biocular people, and we just don't appreciate it. You know, but you I'm, just, like, I'm still surprised with the with the, you know, like not. Not what, what 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 you've got to look at. There was not one moment in the fight where Fury looked good. Yeah, yeah. No. Like, so there was not no one angle. moment did he look like wow, looks like the champ. Never. He's never been body beautiful. But what about his physique last night? No, it was worse than when it was bad. It was yeah, worse than exactly. When it was... <laughs> One of the commentators said, he, what, did, "What did he say? He said he was like a, a bag of milk. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> he said, like he had no definition at all. He was just like he was even more rotund as he ever was. <laughs> yeah, listen, I can't even get started. Forget it. There was just I just think there's the institution of boxing itself. It's terrible. I, I think he um, he had a rude awakening." And now, like you say, Ben, regardless of the cut, if he hadn't been cut, I think they would have postponed the fight, like you say. I think he's going to have to really think about this next fight before he... Is that why they stopped? Is that why they aren't going through with the fight? Because he was cut? September 23rd, yeah, the cut, apparently. The cut, you know, because remember he got cut against Otto Valin as well. The, The cut's going to be gone in a month. What are you talking about? The fight's in December. So, but I spoke to someone close to Tyson Fury's camp today, and he said it was Frank Warren that pulled the the who vetoed the twenty third 
23rd yeah, date. It December. isn't because of the cut. I'm telling he you. Said, no, he said the cut. He said it was a base on the cut. He said but the but, but then they also, they also said that Tyson Fury may say he wants to fight on that date. He may say, and that's what they're all waiting on. Because they said Tyson was pushing for the 23rd. And he may just say, no, it's 23rd. So Frank wants it to detail it. But, but if I was Fury, I would take some time. And rest well, he got and, dropped. And, and, he got and dropped. You know, his brain probably hasn't settled properly. He won't be able to jump right back into training, right? He sees he suffered a concussion. Is absolutely what happened. He got knocked down, suffered a concussion. So he's going to go back into training and sparring, and never really allow his brain to heal. I think that. Yeah. If he said that, if he said that, I would believe him. Anything else? You know, it's interesting. Abidu just sent a comment saying if it is going to be interesting, what we're Ngannou goes next. Um, yeah. Because uh, that is he seems to got a taste that, of boxing that now. will validate my point. If he goes and beats a top heavyweight next, then you've got to give him some credit. No, he, he's not going to. No, it's not going to happen. You put him in there with um, um, the kid from China, or okay. even if you put him in with Wilder, or you put him in with... Um, Joshua. Uh, I think Joseph Parson would be a great test for him. Who's that? Joseph Parker is one of my favorite heavyweights. It's one of my favorite anyway. I think he's one of the best. Scored a though. devastating KO on the undercard against uh, a fellow called Keen. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's big baby. There's I mean, there's 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 guys out there you can get him in a ring with, but I don't think that would be wise. I mean, it's kind of like they had the same thing with um there's a, a football player, American football player, his name was um Ed Tutal Jones, played with the world yeah. champion cowboys, was a lineman, was big. He beat up a whole bunch of guys and then they put him in with one real boxer. And and it was yep. a it was a kid who was a I think he was a Latin kid or Native American kid heavyweight but like cruiserweight at that time, and he just he just I mean he thumped Ed Tutal and yeah. Tutal never went back into it. It's like you have to know. Do you remember Mark Gessino? Yes. Another one. Yeah, like another one. So yeah, it's all of a sudden the reality. What well, see because be, being a boxer. It's knowing how to handle different styles that, you know what I mean? There's different types of fighters that are going to come at you. And maybe and uh, maybe Francis with Tyson, he just, his style, that wait for that one punch kind of thing, got uh, Fury hesitating. And that's, and that's. Don't you, know, you think Usyk could box, box rings around um, and get him? That's not a fight. That's not a fight. Yeah. yeah. Well, as Montel Griffin thinks know, he's I not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, I think Usyk. I think Usyk. Way too skilled. Way too. Skilled. I understand, but I think Usyk. I think Engano again. The weight. The weight would be. He would impose himself on Usyk and get to him eventually. In but, twelve. But what rounds. would the weight have? Not get to him. They're not wrestling. They're not grappling. They're not wrestling. I think you underestimate. Like he's a force of nature. This Engano. He looked like a fucking piece of freak uh, he's just a big strong man who awkward strong and he's been fighting his whole life i know it's a different yeah, game like i said well i don't know if he'd done boxing training before so if he's he's got, boxing, he started as a boxer that's why he's been so adamant to box he loves boxing all of his careers wanted to box he said he'd never stopped boxing since he's a kid so he's okay. always had his finger in there he's done mixed martial mm-hmm. arts but he's always he's talked about doing he's always done you know three four uh sometimes two, three days a week sparring, regular boxing, even in his MMA career. So he's mm-hmm. never, for years, he's been around a boxing ring. 
So yeah. we know he hasn't fought and 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 had professional fights, but part of his training, he's made it very clear since he was a young kid before MMA, he was a boxer. So I think he's been around a lot. He's probably worked with a bunch of people because mm-hmm. I even think that Mike Tyson knew more than most for the fact that I don't think Mike would have put his name on the guy or even associated had he not thought he had a chance. Imagine if Mike trains him and gets blasted out in a minute. I think Mike knew he was going to be a little tricky for Fury. He must have known can something. Ask, can I ask if either of you have any sympathy for the notion that Gangano got robbed last night and should have should have been given the decision? Fury stole it, but he definitely did more yeah. than Ngannou. But but there's no Massive question moral winner. That. Yeah, I didn't. Ngannou was a moral winner. Fury won the fight on Burley. just about. Yeah, I wasn't. So, scoring. I, wasn't I was waiting for a fight to happen. There was no real fight. Yeah, exactly. I, I wasn't scoring at all. I was like, this is just. Yeah. I was really shocked that I never. I wanted to see how Ngannou took a shot, but he never got hit much at all. He never much. got hit at all. No, he did take a few solid shots, Gary. A few big, 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 big right hands he took, and he took them I fine. Think, and he yeah. took that elbow smash fine as well. <laughs> he did. I don't know. I'm. I'm. Whoops. Sorry. I would be interested in where he goes next. And Spencer had Fury by one point. I thought a draw might have been nice, but this bullshit about robbery doesn't go for me. That Correct. is going to say that. Some people always say He never lost it. No way. But he barely won it. You know, because you think the one point, uh, the 10-8 round maybe for the knockdown. But then he yeah. six or seven rounds, Tyson won. Scrape yeah. by. Yeah. Just because Fury, because Ngannou certainly didn't win him. He didn't do anything. He just all, all, all he had to do, all Francis had to do was let his hands go a little bit more. That's all he had to do. I did, yeah. Even if he wasn't hitting him, if he was getting near him, that's all he had to do because certainly Tyson Fury wasn't putting his hands on him consistently. You've got to imagine Ngannou's probably learned a lot from that fight and will be even better next time. Whereas, well, I think uh, emotionally he's he, he learned a lot. Like whatever... But yeah, I mean, he's, he's confident. Technically, he would make a mistake thinking he'd be able to go against other guys with that same style. I don't think so. I mean, he's such a nice was, man. He's, he yeah. said, you know, there was at one point so I was wishing I could go and do it in the car park because I was afraid to embarrass myself in front of everybody. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I wanted to fight him, but he said there was a point where I thought to myself, I wish I could do it in a car park, just me and him. I want to fight yeah, him, but I'm afraid yeah. I might embarrass myself because I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And then, so to get through of what he got through was pretty amazing. And and uh, I think he's going to grow a great deal, you know? Yeah. And you're great right, Gary. Deal. I mean, I shouldn't be, I mean, it's just such a, sh- like, it, it really is all about Tyson Fury. Uh, Francis did an amazing job doing what he did, getting in the ring. It's not even his... It's it's a it's like a different atmosphere altogether, right? Like mixed martial arts and boxing are different atmospheres, and and for him to be able to come in with the world champion or one of the world champions, yes, and thank you. Do what he did is absolutely amazing. You have to give him that. Absolutely. Whether whether, whether that is you know whether that's be, uh, as much because of. Uh, Fury, and you know, you can have terrible night. We all know you can have a night 
it's happened to all of us where you just can't get going. You know what I mean? Could be yeah, one of them nights. Not against guys that have never fought before. No, I know. But, but uh, yeah, not, exactly. Do you know Tyson what? Fury, like, Tyson Fury should be able to do this. Tyson Fury should be able to go in the ring with this guy, with anybody that hasn't boxed before, and just use his jab and jab the hell out of this guy. And when the guy punches back, make him miss. He shouldn't even have to throw a left hook or right hand or body shot. Just on his left, on the straight, on the strength of a straight left jab alone, he should probably stop him in like the eighth round, seventh round, on just a jab. That's it. Nothing else. I got to say, guys, it reminded me. It really did remind me uh, of the fictitious scenario between Rocky Balboa and Apollo Creed the first time, and that whole kind of thing. You remember when the trainer says to him, "You think it's a goddamn show? He thinks it's a goddamn fight." And um, it was, it was kind of like that kind of uh, moral winner. Loses on points, but shook the hell out of the the champion of the world. All the rest of it, you know. What yeah, I mean, there was yeah, yeah. it looked like it had borrowed its script from from something iconic like that last night. Very strange. <laughs> oh, so now you're one of those. Uh, uh, what do they call those people that are making? I haven't heard Tyson. Yes, I haven't heard Tyson do a post fight yet, which is interesting. I haven't. What? What? I think not, or normally. Mike. I heard Ngannou did one, um, but he did an in-depth post-fight because the uh, I watched it and it, like I said, it doesn't have a mark on him. It looks like he's not been in the fight. Uh, I haven't seen Fury, and Fury normally does this immediately. He's not talking about it, so he's had the no, Fury's done a long out. interview with IFL. Fury has done an interview, and Simon, if you go to Michael Benson's Twitter, there is a picture of Tyson Fury how he looks today with a black eye. He's got a baseball cap on. I know you can't get us the clip because you say we might get in trouble, but can you get us that picture of Tyson Fury in his post-fight post, post fight interview today where he spoke very honestly, apparently, about the situation, said he can't take anything away from the guy, gave him one of his toughest fights. Simon, if you can get that picture of him with a black eye, that would be um, appreciated. So let me ask you guys, do you think it's because... Do you think this is because of what Tyson did do or what he didn't do? Why was this such I think a... He looked, I think he looked terrible. Period. I don't like. I, th I thought he looked unhealthy. On, the, on press, one of the press conferences, he looked pale. He looked unhealthy to me. His body obviously didn't look in the best possible shape. Uh, I just don't think he was well trained for this fight. And, and I don't uh, think he trained hard. And I think he come That's unstuck. It. And I think he he's got his the wind blown from his sails a little bit. And. Uh, I think he was he was getting caught up in himself too much, and it's a good kick in the ass. And he's lucky he didn't have a really bad kick in the ass and get beat because he could have gone the other way very easily. Uh, I so think we've seen I the best of him maybe a maybe a blessing for Tyson coming up against someone like Usyk because he knows now. So when are they going to push him. that fight to then? If it's not going to be December, maybe January. Yeah, well, it's, it's same before the end of Riyadh season, which is March. So that would That's be true. January, February. March. So February, I think it'll be a February fight. Maybe Valentine's Day massacre. Someone, whatever. Yeah, there you go. There's the tagline already. Hope that's a Saturday. <laughs> well, and what I had There's the clip. There you go. You see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. So what? Yeah. But. But I just but that was in the interview he gave Gary, just so yeah. you can see and that. And where's the cut, Ben? On his head, is it? Yeah, yeah it's very small. You might have to head. zoom in. On his head, the cut, right? He's yeah, on his Michael's forehead. not good to see it at all. 
It was on the forehead, I, I believe. Yeah, there oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I see it under the hat. There, Look at this yeah, tech, high cool. tech. Yeah. Yeah. You go. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> There's actually Fury on this stream talking now. Can you see him in the bottom right hand corner? There's yeah. a what? Fury's actually joined us on this stream and he seems to be saying something. Oh, yeah. but he, he didn't turn his mic on. Yeah. Fury has joined us on the screen. I'm joking, Silk. He's talking. It's the video. Anyway, let's get ourselves back on the screen now. I think we've proven the point. Let's 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 go back to normal screen. Thank you. Yeah, and well, then, he looks like he's in a fight. You gotta work on your delivery. I, I take you too serious sometimes. I know. Well, see, when you do deadpan. I, I believe you because I don't I didn't think you had the sense of irony to do that. But with me, it's always irony. Don't take a word that I say seriously ever, please. Unless I look annoyed. <laughs> yeah, your words, you sort of chop your words really fast when you get when you get agitated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> any other fights Guys, coming up? Changing the subject. Can I change the subject? There was a great yeah, fight well, in Cancun last night. Did you see did. it? Who? Um, Osharki Foster defended his WBC super featherweight title against Eduardo Rocky Hernandez. It was a fight of the year contender, round of the year, round 11, almost without question. Miracle comeback stopped. Uh, Foster stopped Hernandez in the 12th round. What I would say is if, if boxing, regardless of all the glitz and glamour last night and the, 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 the gazillions of legends there all paid an exorbitant sum for their presence in, in Riyadh, if boxing is an entertainment industry, then that is the product, what we saw in, in Mexico last night. Do you think last night's fight hurt or helped boxing? I, I, ultimately, I don't, think it's, I don't think it's going in a good direction, Silk, because what it is, the Saudis and this Turkey, whatever his name is, who put the whole thing on, what they want to do is they want to commandeer boxing. They want to turn it into that big X-Factor type show that we saw last night. I think it's played out well for them because it was an intriguing fight and it created so much talk. Because honestly, I had such contempt for it. And now I'm talking about it. And there's some genuinely interesting questions that arose from last night. Like they, they will consider that, it a they success. Call it they call that eating crow. That's good. Yeah, well, you call it that. See, I don't know. You, you see the world in very black and white terms. I can't. <laughs> well, how, Maybe does one day. how does it taste? How does the crow taste, though? Is it like, well, is, it, is it kind of like a mangy bird or is it like, does it have any. Any meat to it? Any succulents? Does it? No, it just—it's like just like a tablet. It's just, it just goes straight down. You know, if you, if you knock it back really quickly and don't think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't like where we're going. So, in, in answer to your question, as much as last night was not as uh, was not unentertaining and and it wasn't as tawdry as it might have been by a long shot, I don't like where we're going with this because, like I say, you guys are both boxing men. You know, if you cut you down the middle, you'll just find more boxing. I imagine, like same as myself. But you guys didn't see the fight last night because it's been massively overshadowed by this other thing. It, there was a, a, honestly, it was a great fight. It's well worth watching. Hernandez mm -hmm. versus Foster. Uh, but people are not talking about that today, including us. We're not talking about it. And you know what? The trouble is, even if we did talk about it, it's basically like it was a great fight. Go watch it. We can't really talk much more about it than that because. All the narrative and stories is attached to this much bigger situation, you know. And do you think they would have a movie? fight wasn't on last night. Do you think they would have? We would have seen like, that. It's fight like, it's like watching Gordon. a great movie, Ben, with no no famous actors in it. You know, it's it, it's people. You know, you can get lucky sometimes and see a great movie and just watch a great movie. But the uh, people watch people they like. We need stars. And, we need stars. 
Yeah. Well, they get they get drawn to people that they want to see win and lose. Uh, you know, some people want to see Fury get his ass kicked, and some people want to see Fury win, and but they get attached to the yeah. they get attached to people, and that's what is making money, and that's why I if you're a professional, say, yeah. if you're a professional boxer, fights. I mean, look at Nassim, Prince Nassim. What made him him is he was so different. I mean, everybody. Well, personality does it because the average person doesn't know what boxing is anyway. They really don't know yeah. how to do it and what it's all about. So personality is going to drive it. The That's difference the is, problem. is it overriding Prince Hamed, Prince Nassim Hamed was a special talent. Um, he was a yeah, special today, talent. Wait a second. Wait a second. Today, that same stick could work without the talent and would probably could ride a long way. Perhaps even in the form of his of his youngest of his son, you know. Yeah, but it, but you do have to win, right? Well, you can, do all that, you can do all that rigmarole, but you do have to win in the end. Well, well um, I guess so. But KSI didn't win, and Gano didn't win. Still got a, lot, a whole lot of trajectory. Oh, they were very competitive. So there you go. So there you go. I, I didn't. I didn't comment on that. Um, I mean, I mean, the KSI fight was a joke. Uh, I don't think it was Tommy Fury's fault, although Tommy's a raw novice, but he tried his best to have a fight. KSI just ran and held, so I don't think he did himself any favours. No one wants to see it again. Last night, again, it was the shock factor and this unorthodox, but I think Tyson Fury didn't show up as a full Tyson Fury, and I think he almost paid a very big price. And uh yeah. So well, he paid a big price uh, anyway because that's damaged him. I think irreversibly. It's damaged him in the eyes of boxers. Legacy killer. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Legacy. Absolutely. That, that now it's, he's a write-off. He's just like you know what I mean. <laughs> what if he destroys Usyk now? What if he does a number and destroys Usyk now? Then what? Is he back? But I don't think he's going to do that. He would be. Yeah. He, he would. Be. Yeah. In answer no. to your question, yes, he would be. So then he, and he but, will but, be too. We're, we're talking hypotheticals, and we just saw something last night, which is a real solidified, this yeah. is the real thing that happened. Now we're yeah. talking about, well, okay, so what if he goes back and gets into a into a time-traveling ship, goes back and fights George Foreman and beats him? What about that? Can you imagine what George Foreman would have done to him, by the way? <laughs> yeah. Listen, um, uh, Andrew asked a question. Uh, he said, would we like to see a rematch? Um, go no. on, Gary. No, no, go on. Why not? Why not? I'm not comfortable with it in the way in which I, I think it will hurt boxing again. I think that, uh, yeah. I think that he could lose, uh, honestly. And I don't, does that doesn't make I don't, I'm not comfortable with the way the fight went. Like, like Michael says, good fighters adjust, you know, it's awkward for a minute, right. and then you work it out. You work it out, and if you can't work it out against a guy in his first pro fight, it's a yeah. scary thought to me. It was very damaging for the for the profession. Is you know, I think okay. he hurt. I don't know if he hurt himself. I think he hurt the sport a little bit last night. Yeah. Not- well, that's what he tells. He tells us. He's telling us. Tyson Fury told us last night where heavyweight boxing is. This would not happen. You, I, you could get. Uh, what's his name? Conor McGregor didn't ask to fight. You know, Gennady Golovkin, or or you know what I mean. He wanted to fight Floyd Mayweather, who'd been retired for a whole long time, and all that, that kind of stuff. He didn't ask for a real guy that's really doing it for real at this point. That's his size or his weight or anything like that. 
because he knew what was going to happen. As good as he is, he's not messing with a real, you know what I mean? But the heavyweight division's in that kind of state, whereas they can do that. And that's ridiculous. I, that, yeah. that, I just wish, I just wish Jake Paul. Any longer. I wish a Jake Paul or a Conor McGregor would take on Canelo. And then it would just, I mean, it would be a hospital job, but it would, that would make me feel like, okay, let's let imagine like some, imagine some 1980s rapper with a bit of, with a bit of a following suddenly decided he's going to fight Tommy Hearns or something like that. You know what I mean? It's just, we did, that's this is the year of insanity, isn't it? We and all Tommy know. Hearns knows nothing about taking it easy with anybody. With anybody. And that's what you want. That's Not sparring. someone who wants to play the game. You know, no. Did you see what Eddie Hearn said? Eddie Hearn said that. Did you see I think Eddie Hearn's got that same, same streak in him too, Canelo. I think he, he would want to yeah. shut the nonsense up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wish we could do that because uh, James Tony as well. James Tony, there are guys that you step in the ring with them. It doesn't matter where, at what point, they're just going to kill you. That's always yeah. true. Exactly. Whereas, a bunch of rounds with Tony. Yeah, you spotted James Tony. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. How was that? Oh yeah. He tried to, he tried to kill me every every. Yeah, called him my mother a whore and <laughs> I'm gonna fuck your mother and all that. It's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I give, give him some shit back, and he liked me because he said I had some balls. Because I give yeah, him, yeah. you know, I give him you right know, back. Yes, you know, it was a bit like that. Inspiring, he never him. shut up and he was constantly coming out with all that stuff. Remember Terry Dunstan, British and Commonwealth European cruiserweight champion, yeah, who yeah. beat Dennis yeah. Andrews twice, he boxed yeah. for a world title but, but lost. But he wouldn't stop doing all that stuff all the time. I was shocked and, because we, I, I sparred him in the wild card with Freddie and the, they, they needed a tall southpaw, so I wasn't even in great shape. But they said, Freddie said, give me, give me a few days with James, so we did like three, four rounds a day. So I promised him three rounds the first day and I had no problem with him at all and banged him mm -hmm. up a little bit, believe it or not, right? Mm -hmm. Too sharp for him. But then he wanted a fourth round. I said, no, three. And he wanted, well, I was tired at three because I, no, I was in yeah. the best shape. Man. But, and then, he got, <laughs> then oh, I said, no, three, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll give you another three tomorrow. I'm only getting three. I'm not going to get beat up because I'm tired. You can beat me up in the three rounds, beat me up. So then it became... I was a motherfucker. So now it was the racial slurs, the mothers of Oh, home. yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucked your mother. Got something, you know. You know, it was like, it was back and forth. It was fun. But then at the end of it all, because I did them a favor, I didn't ask for money. They, they were wanting to pay me. I didn't say I don't need money. At the end of it all, he was very cool. He said, oh, he's got some balls, this white boy. So it was <laughs> funny because you know, I gave it him right back. But he, he, he's nasty motherfucker. He wanted to kill me. Every no fun, no no easy spa. Abid Ali, uh, Wilbur Johnson, yes, Willie Vampire, yeah, yeah, Vampire Johnson he used to come to the ring in a coffin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. I think didn't he come to the ring with? Uh, was that with Donnie Lalonde or was it who he also left in one or was it the Beast Mugabe? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he definitely did that a number of times. I think when he fought, like you say, when he fought John McGarvey, yeah. Um, yeah. What's we'll, coming we'll up, Ben? So again, Ben, what's next? What's next on the menu for fights before Christmas? You have got. Uh, let me think. Um, there is um, there's something in November, definitely. Um, we've got November the fourth next week. There's a big fight. There's a big. 
I think it might be what's his name, um, Mick Conlon, possibly. And yes, it is. And I saw it. Mick Conlon versus is it is it uh, Jordan Gill? We've, Simon's put something up now that must be for our attention. And you know what, Ben? Before we jump off, could we um, could we go over some of the questions that we were asked a lot of questions there? Can we get a quick answer to some of those from people who've written in? Uh, for sure. I mean, you, you, uh, it's a, did Gary spar Mickey Rourke in the wild card? And did Carlos Man? Did yeah. Carlos? Yeah. I, we all sparred Mickey in wild card, but we were all under strict orders not to. You know, it was not, it was what it was. Uh, and Carlos Monzon knocked Mickey out, I think, in wildcard, not in jail. When uh, would that have been? Years ago, 20 years ago. Because, uh, but, but he was banged up from 1988 onwards, and then he died. Uh, I know, because Mickey, well, maybe it was in jail. I know Mickey told me the story that he'd been knocked out by Monson. I don't know if it happened, but it must have been, been in jail. Who's the other kid? Who's the, who's the actor, uh, Robert Conrad, with the battery on the shoulder? He used to say, I dare you to knock it off. The um, Duracell battery I, um, in the 80s. I knocked Mickey out in wild card and they put him in he went to hospital and he had an mri and all of this but i honestly and he talks about it he talks about me knocking him out he talks about monzo knocking him out he talks about tommy hearns knocking him out but i honestly didn't hit him and to yeah. this day to this day he you know he went down but i i, I threw a shot touched him on his shoulder and and, and uh, but he he to this day tells the world I don't. I, I. He went down, but I. I said to Freddie, you know, because I was under strict orders, and of course, as my friend, I'm not going to yeah. take the piss out of someone who's, who's. It's not about Mickey being a good fighter or a bad fighter. He's just not at my level, so I'm not going to take advantage of that, you know. So we we were under strict orders, and like we do it out of respect for each other. I'm not going to yeah. hurt yeah. someone who can't fight. He's been in the ring with a few people. Actually, huh? Yeah. So he, it was the ring. Quite a few people. Yeah. Mickey, Mickey's got yeah. in with everybody, but everybody's no one's going to try and imagine. He's not, no one's gonna, if you got in with Mickey, you're not going to try and knock him out, are you? You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe you. Might, I remember they so asked Sugar Leonard once, fun. "How would a fight? How would a fight between you and Mickey?" I want to see Ben and Mickey. That's what I want to see. It was a doc, huh? Okay. Say again. I want to see Ben and Mickey. I think you know how that go. But um, they said they had Sugar Leonard. I think I know that goes. Trust me. Them, yeah, them, no, them fighting words. I want to see this. Um, but I think he, he, he's never had fights like Ben's had fights. He said, you know, he said he's had his own. I'm talking about like currently, right now, right? If we were to, but they asked they asked Sugar Leonard how a fight with him and Mickey Rourke could go for some bit of documentary they were doing about Mickey, I think. And and you know what Ray's like? He's so diplomatic, and he just said, "Uh, be a tough fight." He goes. I would win, but it'd be a tough fight. In <laughs> <laughs> answer to Abid Ali's question, Terry Dunson did do some jail time. Yeah, Bird, the Silk probably doesn't know what Bird is. Bird means porridge, jail. But he did, yeah, he was he was mixed up with that notorious North London family that I know Gary will know the name of um, at one point. And he ended up doing some Bird over something that may or may not have been related to that. but So he came out of prison, yeah. And then he resumed his career after he came out he of went, prison. He went to prison for having a relationship with a bird. A bird, as I know, is an English name for a woman. It is, but it's also a, a slang term for, for prison time. You get but bird. You said he went to jail for hanging out with some girl? 
No, I didn't. I said, I said he was he was he was mixed Every up with week. some North London gangster family. Every he week we get. He said he went. He he said he said he week. Every week we get the silks. Yeah, understanding of yeah. the English language. Yeah, we do. It's Gary, Gary understands what I'm saying. And, Wait, but and if you say do some bird, that means no. You, if I did some bird, it means I did some jail time. But you could Sorry, say also it, I did a bird last night, and you could you could have been fucking a chick. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah it, could, it, it could be it, that it is, I did some bird. It is yeah. a little confusing. I know what I'm trying to do. do, bird, I'll do a bird. It's I think I think I think I would do the latter, not the former. So yes, if you just indeed. put an A in it, it changes everything. I did some I bird, know. or that I did a bird. That would be good English. Yeah. So yeah. Just, Somebody just asked don't if forget did, the did um, Silk Spy with Iceman John Scully. I know that. Oh, no. I was done by the time Ice came around. See, Ice still spars now, doesn't he? He still gets in there. Yeah, and he, he said He said one time that me and him will definitely do some rounds if he comes to London or whatever or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I've seen him doing little bits, you know what I mean? But um, Yeah. Yeah, no, Boys, I have got an appointment. Uh, I have to run. Okay. Can you wrap it up no for me, Ben? Because I got to run out to a, a meeting in LA. Okay. You're well, we you right can continue if you want to continue. Yeah, but is it okay if I exit? Okay, you you, you exit, and, Gary, and, and I'll wrap it up. Anyway. And then you answer the rest of the questions. So it's great seeing you all again. And I talk, I talk, maybe talk to you later. Yeah. I didn't know you were in LA. Yeah, I'm in LA at the minute. Yeah. Right, He's well, in Greece well. as well. Still, how do you do no, that? No. Movie, <laughs> see you later. Yeah, yeah, so. oh well. So, it's funny. Let's just take a moment to okay. appreciate the quiet and serenity. Don't yeah, speak, no, let's just never stop. Let's just let's just be. <laughs> so, so let me ask you, are there any other because I think a whole bunch of questions came through. I know we're only got a couple more minutes, and uh, yeah. Uh, but but there were a few questions that I wanted to make sure that we toss up, boys. Shame about last night, but onwards. Silk is coming. Ah, thank you, Robin. Appreciate you. That's me and Mickey Rourke, by the way. That comment is about Ricky Rourke. Rourke. boxes ears off by SA1. Yeah. Does um, Fury train hard or one of those train smart types? Yeah, you can't. You know, those those train smart types, they, they always leave something in the gym that they should have brought into the fight. There's no way you have to be savage in training. You have to like <clears throat> deny yourself a lot of things, all the creature comforts, all the rest of that. You have to deny yourself those things. So then you have the reason to go into the ring and be like a savage in the fight. And and that obviously that's not what um, Tyson Fury did last night. No, exactly. You know, and, and I, he just didn't look like someone. He said he'd had a hard twelve week camp and he needed a break. It mm. didn't. He just didn't look like. Everything he did was at variance with that claim, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, I say one boxer size said, has Ngo ever been stopped in his MMA career? The power is the same in MMA. If he could take a punch in MMA, he could take a punch in boxing. Well, it's interesting because obviously there are so many other options, different ways to get you out of there in MMA. And I don't think they commit to the punches they do in boxing because you have to defend against so many other things. If you overcommit with a punch and all of a sudden you get taken down by a grappler or you get roundhouse kicked or that, there's probably a million and one things. These guys are like um, Swiss knives, Swiss army knives. They yeah, do so Swiss army knives of combat. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so, um, so with boxing, 
you know, you're committed to do one Just thing. Like Switchblade. <laughs> yes, exactly. Switchblade, Swiss Army knife, different thing. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Yeah, that's a great analogy, actually. Um, so I think we've um, we've come to the, the end of this one, perchance. There will be... As uh, as somebody inquired about the action next week, I do believe that Mick Conlon's fighting uh, Jordan Gill, I believe it is. Gary was saying what's coming up, wasn't he? So he was asking. But um, I also awesome. do intend, you know, Silk, to, to make an assault on some of these press conferences, uh, certainly the ones in London, to get us some content for the channel. Perhaps we can also replicate that situation in New York. You know, I know you went to a Canelo Charlo press conference, didn't you? Um, yeah. Next yeah, time, to get, if, you, if you're happy to do it, next time we need to get you hooked up with an audio mic, a good audio mic that, 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 that makes the sound great. Yeah. And you could go in there and get a few one-to-ones with some of these guys. I, I'm sure. Yeah, that yeah absolutely. Great. Now, where uh, you said there's one coming up? Like I say, Mick Conlon, who is um, something of a big name, is, is fighting in, um, I believe it's in Dublin. I think it's Dublin. It could, it could be Belfast. Don't, don't, don't quote me. I need to check. I know it's... I know it's that, that side. You can't even say Ireland, can you? Because that's a different kind. That's a whole can of worms. But it's either Dublin or Belfast. I forget which. Um, and he's fighting Jordan Gill, a Dave Coldwell trained fighter and former European champion. I do know somebody asked about the girls, Chantel Cameron and Katie Taylor. I know the Chantel Cameron and Katie Taylor rematch is coming up soon. Amanda Serrano boxed at the weekend. She boxed small hours a Saturday morning in UK time out in Florida. You know what was interesting about that, Michael? It was it was the first female fight to be scheduled for 12 threes instead of yeah. 10 twos. And uh, it seems like it went okay. Um, yeah. I think you, I th- I, from what I understand, you're an advocate of that. You don't see why the women shouldn't fight. Yeah, yeah there's no reason why they shouldn't. Before we go any further than that, is it true that, yeah, since you brought up Dublin, is there truly a rocky road to Dublin? Say so again, is, is it true that there is a rocky road to Dublin? Yes. Is there... In your experience, because I know my mom used to say it was going to be like the rocky road to Dublin. I'm like, where is this rock? Is there really a rocky road to Dublin? Which road are they speaking of? I think most people would probably choose to fly now, certainly if you were going from the UK. But um, no, it's um, I've never been to Dublin, you know. I haven't been to Dublin. I've been to um, Belfast a couple of times with a Repton Boxing Club, and that was a fun place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, that really was a fun place to go, you know, because the Repton Boxing Club, which is probably the most prestigious amateur boxing club still in in, in Britain, mm-hmm. they would have a twice yearly meet with this Belfast Dockers ABC, uh, and one of those meets we'd go to Belfast to box them in, on their show, you know, the, the team against two teams against each other, and yeah. then that we would host them in London at some point in the year as well, and they would come down. And the, the Belfast trip was always a lot of fun because being a coach, I didn't have to box, which because I was still drinking back then, it meant I could go drinking on the on the what was usually the I think the Friday night. Um, yeah. It would be we'd go out drinking and, and and clubbing, and then and then obviously you'd have the the, the the fights on the Saturday night, and then you could go drinking the next night as well. So I've got yeah. fond memories of those days. Yeah. So the fact that you could remember, then you really weren't that drunk. Do you know what, Michael? Thinking about my kind of drinking, alcoholic though it was, I was 
pretty good most of the time. I could drink a lot and I could stay compass mentis a lot of the time. A lot of my close friends said they never really, a lot of them never saw me really out of it or acting up. Some people did. I would have blackouts, don't get me wrong. There's things I can't remember. And there's times when I acted acted up and out of order. But I was pretty steady a lot of the time. I remember Spencer Fear on, when I met, when I spoke to him about my drink problem when I was still in the thick of it, he said, the thing I like about your drink problem is it's your problem. You don't make it everybody else's problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you must have um, issues and times, things, uh, circumstances that you want to kind of like take back because you know it was absolutely fueled by the alcohol, yeah? Well, like regret, so you regret like you're, you're just carrying with you to this very day and you haven't. Do you know what? Not really. Um, I mean, there's things, there's things I, I'm just glad I stopped when I did. It was mm. nearly, it was, you know, it was, it was getting on for seven years ago when I stopped over six and a half years ago. Uh, obviously I subscribed to the certain things, principles like one day at a time, etc. But no, I mean, I'm just glad see my, I'm, I'm going to hang out with my son tomorrow. Who's on half term, mm. my youngest son. And he, he was, like seven when I gave up drinking. So he doesn't really remember me drinking that much at all. Yeah. I'm just glad of that, really. I mean, obviously, there's but, things but, you but, think but, Yeah, I see what you're saying. He doesn't remember, but there there are always effects, right? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All very well. Although he did look a bit tipsy at the Froch Ward fight. <laughs> you know what, Michael? Yes. He mentions that, right? Funny enough. That's very nice of him to say I was a bit tipsy. That is so euphemistic. I was that was one night I was blackout fucking drunk. I do not remember. Yeah. I know what he means. We went to a place. This was a wicked bar, by the way, Silk. It was called the Boxers Bar. It was a basement little club bar in in the heart of London, Liverpool Street, yeah. and it was just boxing memorabilia on the walls, boxing yeah. wall to wall videos all day. The guy loved me because he saw me as a boxing encyclopedia, yeah. so he yeah. gave me free drinks. There was wow. always a seat reserved for me on big fight nights. There'd be a yeah. full place watching Mayweather versus Ortiz or whatever. There'd be one yeah. seat with a sticker on it saying reserved. And it was till I got there, <laughs> even if it was like three in the morning. But I, we, we were watching Carl Frotch versus Andrew Ward. And I was so drunk. Julius Francis was there, the guy who fought Mike Tyson and all yeah. the rest of it. But I don't remember the fight at all. Not at all. Um, I do remember ending up in a in a fucking hotel bar somewhere with, with the, um, the the famous cut man, Mick Williamson, who was mm. having a few vodkas as well. There was there was me and another guy who had a drink problem and Mick Williamson at one point in this. I don't know where we were. You know, when, you don't know this because you didn't drink like this. You never have done, as far as I know. But one of them yeah. nights when you don't know how you got there and you have fuzzy memories of thinking, right, at one point mm. we weren't in the, the boxers bar. We were at that hotel in Islington. How did we get from one to the other? And how did I get home? All that kind of thing. Yeah, it was. I can certainly relate to that because I I remember when one of my early sparring sessions. I remember getting hit. Remember nothing. Then I just remember waking up in the change room and be like, "Oh my god! Like, how did I get here?" So I guess it's kind of like <laughs> comparable, right? Yeah. To a degree, it is. And the, to trouble with alcohol, right? This is. It. I mean, we won't go on forever here, but it's an interesting little. It's an interesting little finish to the show. And why not? Yeah. This is. This is the stuff of life, you know, it's a podcast, whatever. Um, but with drinking, if you had, if you did blackout, what you would, um, especially suppose you, you end up saying something you shouldn't have said, or you ruined, potentially damaged a relationship or mm -hmm. had this terrible row with your girl or whatever, you wake up and you get the guilt. The show. First of all, you, you get the hangover and, and, and the disorientation and the where am I? Then you think, oh, fuck. There's little bits play itself back to you like supporting yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you see yourself saying, well, fuck you. I don't ever want to see you again and all this. And you're like, 
oh god that really did happen didn't it and it wasn't yeah. just a dream and yeah. you know that's well, you, know, you have to ask somebody what and they're filling you in and then you're oh yeah of, oh yeah. i hate getting that call saying oh are you okay or did you get yeah. home all right you know yeah. that sort of sensitive kind of how much do you want to hear of what you did or i remember yeah, asking someone yeah. in new york once so what happened last night when i was i with such and such and he says and this was, was a fella from south america somewhere and he said ask somebody else man I don't want to tell you what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Yeah. I not, I, yeah. That'd be hard. That'd be, well, you're on the better side of it now, man. I'm proud of you. Indeed. Indeed. Love's good. Yes. I love yeah. it. You know, you get the chance to enjoy, you get to, you know, hang out with your favorite people. Absolutely. Indeed. You know, and do you know what we should do? Just in closing, me, you and Scully should do a US boxing tour. We, we'll have to get some funding for it. So it's all paid for. And we will go to the house in Louisville, the pink house that Cassius Clay grew up in. Oh, we'll go man. to the Catskills on, you know, the customizing of Main Street. We will find mm -hmm. every bit of boxing history across the states. We will make it a mini series. We will monetize it, and that's what we should do. Oh, Gary yeah. can come as well. By the way, Gary can come as well. Just because he's not yeah, here. I think, I think he's a little bit too lux for that. He's who's going to come? Who's going to file the nails? And he's an actor. True. Maybe we better go on our own. We'll discuss that. We'll bring it up with them next week. Absolutely. In the meantime, guys, thanks for watching. That was, I believe, the most watched and engaged episode we've ever done live on YouTube from what I could see of the little figures up in the top corner. We thank you for your support. We're going to keep going. Um, go to find Jimmy Young's grave, Joe says. We will do. Thanks, Jimmy guys. Young. Thanks for from Ace Podcast Nation. Cheers, Michael. Turn it over. Turn it over. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.